Hi, welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish Kumi Price. Hey, everybody. I'm Dina Sheree. And thank you all so much for joining us again um, today. We are going to be jumping into a new topic. Uh, we really want to just talk about why we're still here. So today's episode is Arise Beloved, You Are Still Here. And I'm going to just give us our guiding scripture for uh, this time that we have together. It is 2 Corinthians 4 and starting at verse 8. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. And that's again, 2 Corinthians 4, and that's verses 8 and 9. Um, it's really interesting because after we had our last uh, episode and we talked about you are enough. We were debriefing a little bit and talked about the fact that there is a real need for us to understand that even though we're going through these tough times, that there's purpose and that God is still with us. So um, I have a very interesting thing that just happened. So my, my battery is running low, but it's that so appropriate for this conversation. So I'm grabbing my charger. And Dana, if you want to go ahead and get us started with this very, very needle-like conversation about how we're still here. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, you know, when we talk about, you know, that scripture, right? I mean, again, these are very popular scriptures that people are familiar with. Um, I feel like that's one of those ones that builds you up, like, you know, you're pressed and you're shaking and you're all these things and you're perplexed, right? But like, there's always, there's the balance of it. Like you might feel this way, but this is what's happening. You may, this might be experiencing this, but this is the other half of that. And so um, I think that sometimes we forget that our crushing is supposed to produce something. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, listen, listen, don't start today. <laughs> like, like not today, um, but we're supposed to produce something, you all, right? You know, we're in this earth, right? We're uh, not of it, right? We're, we're in this space. And why are we here? Like, what are we supposed to be doing, right? We're supposed to be glorifying God. We're supposed to be bringing others to Christ. We're supposed to be examples of who we are, right? And if that is the case, then how do we expect to be able to do that and not experience some of the trials and tribulations and the and the pain that happens, right? Like G Jesus didn't just come here and like, ah, and then just be like, I'm gone, y'all. I did it. No, he was crushed, you all, right? Like he, he came to be crushed, right? He came to be bruised and beaten for us, right? And so he is, our example. He's our example. And so that's what this is about is, you know, Paul encouraging us to, um, to really, um, to get us clarity on why we're going through what we're going through. Like I'm, I'm trying to get back to the scripture and some random thing popped up. So I guess it's the day where the enemy wants to distract and we just come against that in the name of Jesus. Cause what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why can't I click off of this random screen? Um, because I'm trying to get back to the scripture. Um, okay, at any rate, 
you know, we, again, Paul is just encouraging us in our journey because it's not easy. And even though this is a new scripture that we're discussing today, it really is directly connected to what the Holy Spirit downloaded with us last week, right? Because we talked about being enough. We talked about, you know, um, in in our weakness, Christ is, is made, you know, perfect in our weakness, right? And that, you know, Paul dealt with the thing, asked for it to go away, and God's like, no, nah, not about that. You're going to keep that, right? And so um, this is a great connection to that, right? This is a great understanding of how you can get through the thing that's opposing you, that that you might have to still, you know, deal with and still be okay. You know, it's so funny, you know, again, you know, we talk about how these topics come about, you know, we study, we pray, we talk together. And, um, and this past week, and I hate to say anniversary because it, I just feel like when you say anniversary, it's supposed to be celebratory. Um, but this wasn't celebratory for me. I mean, and, and I guess in some ways it is, but let me just tell you, um, what I'm talking about. So a year ago on October the 7th, um, it was a year out from a, a car accident that my daughter and I was in. First car accident, first anything I've been driving since my early 20s or whatever. And um, it was traumatizing, to say the least. And so, you know, we had physical injury, um, ongoing concussion. Like it's been a real road to recovery. And so, of course, you know, Facebook loves to remind you of your life. That's why you got to contemplate if you want to put it on social media because do you want to see it a year later <laughs> but um it right reminded me right and I posted something and um on Facebook that day when it happened and I was like giving God the glory and, and he still deserves the glory right but when the year came up I was looking at it right and I put on Facebook this is my post I said something to the effect of like I was trying to say something uplifting like about like God delivered us and you know, he kept us and he did and glory to God, but I just couldn't find anything really to say. Right. And so at the end of my post, I said, I guess the only thing I can say is we're still here. Like that's the only thing I got. All I got is we're still here. And then I put, and maybe that's enough. And I didn't even really, <laughs> so when Kish and I have this discussion about how God is moving, right. And and, and what he would like to say through us, right? The scripture comes up and um, we talked about last week, but completely forgot about it. And then this memory happened, right? And I, I literally said, we're still here, right? Because, you know, it would be great if I said, you know what, we were in an accident, no injuries, no harm. I'm driving a Benz, I'm doing, and that's not what's happened, right? I got a car that's older than what I had right? That has more challenges than what my car had, right? I had just paid off my car, right? And even though I bought this car, it needs things done to it, right? So there's that, you know, like I still walk with a limp sometimes because my knee ain't right. I've been through surgery, inflammation, all the things are still present with me, you know? And yes, it's better, but I, it ain't, my, my gait ain't the same, right? Sometimes when I turn the wheel in my car, I feel my shoulder and I wince because it actually still hurts. My daughter is still dealing with some things. We're talking about it here out, right? And so I know that you all want to, you know, you want to get to the very, very good part. And sometimes mm -hmm. 
it's not always about that, right? Paul can tell you, no, I didn't get completely healed. I still was left with a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so a year out from my accident, my daughter and I are still left with a thing, right? And so, but even in all that, we are still here. We have gone through a lot of challenges in the past year, but God has been faithful. He has can, you know, kept us together, has helped us each and every step of the way. And so, you know, just be reminded that as you're doing life, as you're being pressed, as you're being struck down, as all these things are happening, there's another side to that, right? Mm-hmm. There, There is the balance of that. And that's the hope in Christ, right? That's that's our hope. And that's what Paul was trying to remind us, that these are the things that's happening. Maybe all these things are happening to you or maybe one or two of these things. But even in all that, there's another side of it. And it's for the purpose of, of us glorifying Jesus, of, of, of us, of people being able to see Jesus in our lives, in our broken places. So yeah. Was that enough of a cover until you got back? That is, that is. Listen, I, I think it's, um, it's funny because a lot of times we'll have these conversations about how God's working in our lives and, and what's, what we think he's calling us to to share and um, then he'll confirm and confirm and confirm. So I also want to, and I, I'm not here to be like, hey, this is a moment to read with Kish, but um, we had a serious confirmation through this devotional, um, which is Sarah Young's Jesus Calling. And um, of course she passed recently and uh, has been such a blessing to so many people, definitely uh, me and the devotional for yesterday is so applicable. So I'm just going to read it really quickly. It says, you have been on a long uphill journey and your energy is almost spent. Though you have faltered at times, you have not let go of my hand. I am pleased with your desire to stay close to me. There is one thing, however, that displeases me, your tendency to complain. You may talk to me as much as you like about the difficulty of the path we are following, I understand better than anyone else the stresses and strains that have afflicted you. You can ventilate safely to me because talking with me tempers your thoughts and helps you see things from my perspective. Complaining to others is another matter altogether. It opens the door to deadly sins such as self-pity and rage. Whenever you are tempted to grumble, come to me and talk it out. As you open up to me, I will put my thoughts in your mind and my song in your heart. So, yes, if that wasn't an ouch, then um, I'm glad that you didn't you you didn't get that ouch. I did <laughs> because I have absolutely been on this journey with him, and he knows that. Um, but I've also been a complainer at times, right? I've been in the space of like, why me? Like, what? Like, what did I do? How did I, how did I get here? Um, like, what did I do to deserve this? Right? And you always kind of have this um, battle between why me and why not me? You know, it says it rains on the just and the unjust, right? That is a, a piece of what we know we have to walk through as Christians. We just as people living on this earth, we all go through things. And uh, I think it is one of the most important things at any time really is about where you're getting your 
information, you know, like who are you connected to? And we, we talked about this a little bit in our, in the last episode, but to hear that in that context, you know, the, the welcome and an invitation from God to say, I know everything. So you can rent to me like that. I, I want you to vent to me, but it is dangerous when you begin to complain and vent to other people. Because yeah. and you are opening the door for that that um, anger and uh, really just it 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 kind of helps to destroy your testimony because God is saying you are enough because I'm more than enough right and we talked a little bit about that in our last episode as well but because of that that's what we should be clinging clinging to and whenever I think about it I think about you know feeling like they're wilderness moments. You're in the wilderness like the Israelites. And why were they in the wilderness for 40 years? We know because they were complaining. They grumbled. They complained. God was always providing, but they grumbled. They complained. And so instead of being in a space where we're like, why am I here? And and how can I get out of this? And God do something. He's like, you're actually helping to keep you in this space because you have yet to get to the point of understanding that your words and your attitude is the vehicle that creates the situation, right? What are your, what are you saying? What are you confessing? What are you believing? And that matters because that's what activates, right? And so I, I will say that is my charge in this season is to really watch my words, what I'm saying, what I'm creating. Um, and Dana, I know you have some thoughts about Yeah, that. well, it's so funny because as you were talking, right, the scripture, the rain, uh, rains on the just and the unjust came in my mind that you said, it, and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And so, but you know, I, and there's a, there's a, there's other scriptures, right, that, that line up with this, that help kind of create even more understanding. And so if we go to James uh, chapter one, verses two through four, it says this, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. What? Mm. Mm. What? Yes. So there's there's purpose for our pain, right? Like there's purpose for your pain. And I know that you sometimes you feel like, why am I going through this? Like why, like you said, why me? Why not you? Right? Mm-hmm. It is meant to produce something. It is meant mm-hmm. to to help you help pull out something in you that you didn't even know that was there. Right? We are often surprised by ourselves. God is never surprised with us, right? I mean, in Psalm 139, it says, you know, um, prove me now, Lord, right? Like search my heart, right? Like search, right. help me, show me, show me what's going on with me, Lord, because I, you know it, I, I don't know. So search me, oh God, right? And so it is through, listen, there's nothing like a good old sh- struggle. There's nothing like a good old piece of pain, that will bring you to a place, right, of seeking God, of asking God to search you, of, of of really just being before him, right, so that he can start to show you some things. And these things 
start to produce and you don't even realize that that you're you're producing something right like that you're being like you know you're being squeezed but what 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 is the essence of it right like what what what's you don't know what's in my alabaster box right like you don't you don't know what this all costs you have no idea right because everyone is going through something or something right and so that's why we have to count it all joy right because we don't we don't live in this place right in this earth with no hope what would be the point of serving christ i mean what would be the point of serving him if we mm-hmm. live like we have no hope? Because that's how yes. unbelievers live. Yes. Right? Listen, uh, well, let me let me put a pin in that for for all of us because it, it is, I think, something that we need to bring attention to. So today is October 10th. We're recording this on the 10th of October, which is also World Mental Health Awareness Day. Um, and I think that we should also share, right, that as much as we can have word in us, like we can know what God says, we can, um, be followers of Christ, that there are struggles that we go through that are so painful that at times when you don't know what to do and you don't know, um, who to reach out to and you feel like it's hopeless, that you will have to struggle with the enemy whispering things to you that are so out of God's plans for you, demonic, we'll just call it what it is. And I want to give voice to the fact that I have had a struggle with um, depression at times. I've had to uh, to struggle with anxiety. And also whispers from the enemy at my lowest point um, about you should just, you should just take yourself out. Oh yeah. Your kids will be better without you. You know, just dumb things that like, where is that coming from? I remember being, and and I'll, I'll share this uh, and, and with caution, but I remember a story. I remember hearing about this um, from my parents. Actually, it was a friend friend of the family, I believe, that um, ended up committing suicide. And it was in um, a garage, you know, had the garage um, down and the the car going. And because that seed had somewhat been planted in me when I was a teenager, you know, hearing the story, it kind of stuck with me because I was like, gosh, that's horrible. Like, and I, I, I think about these things, like why I didn't even know the person but it really impacted me like that's horrible. And I remember Satan bringing that back to me because I'm sitting in the car and there was, you know, kids are not with me um, and going through all the things. And I remember, and it was after my, uh, after a divorce and I was sitting in the garage and I was just like, why God, why, 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 why? And I remember hearing the whisper just die, you know, just die as if that would solve everything, you know, just, just die. And I remember God saying, no, no, because I was in the car, in the garage, the car 
was on. The the door was up. But I remember thinking when he, when it was just die, I was like, all I have to do is close this garage door and just sit here. And um, I say caution because I want to destroy that thought. The enemy is does not have any new tricks. So those same whispers, I'm not believing that he only whispered that to me or to the person I referenced. That continues to happen. And so I'm coming to destroy and uproot that lie so that if you hear that whisper in any context that you know that is not God, but you are still here for a purpose. God still has amazing plans for you. And that is not the way. But if you are struggling with any suicidal thoughts, we highly, highly recommend that you realize that God is with you, yes, but that you also want help. And to call 988, which is a very easy way to talk with someone who can walk you through um, the crisis that you are experiencing in that moment. And, um, you know, just to, to not feel alone, don't feel like you can't talk to people about it because that's the other work of the enemy is to make you feel like you can't talk to anybody about it. And uh, we're here for each other. Yes, we have God, but we're here for each other. So um, we encourage connection to people, connection to mental health professionals that can help you, connections to your pastor and, and folks at your, your church that can help you, um, friends that actually are there to help you. And um, yeah, I, I know I didn't expect to share that, but that's for somebody and uh, we're praying with you. Yeah, we and and you know, and it's interesting because you know I told you a few months ago I was like, "Kish, I had a thought of like, I had a suicidal thought," and I was like, "This never happened before." And I think in this past few months or so, I've had like two, and I was like, "That is not like me." You know what I mean? Like, like what is what? Like, I was just honestly, I was surprised by it. Right now, in the moment, like because I was in such a place, right? It felt very like, is that an option? Like, is that something I should be considering right now? And and I fought against that. And then I think what really, really helped me uh, was just to confess that thing to you. Like, hey, like, this is a thought that, and I'm shocked by it. And I know it's because of all the things that's happened in my life. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm seasick because it's, it seems like it's just the onslaught. Um, but it is a real thing. And so, you know, when we talk about having hope in Christ, absolutely. But hope shows up in a friend. Hope shows up, hope shows up in a phone call, right? Hope shows up in so many other ways. And and I, in the isolation part, you guys, is really key when the enemy is fighting you. Like, like you, him isolating you away from family, away from friends, away from somebody that can pour into you, that's the goal. Right. Because then that's that's when he that's when he can really try and overtake you. And so. Right. I know it's a it's a hard thing to do. Like just share that. That's hard. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a hard thing to share, but it's in your sharing where you start tapping, where you start coming back, where you start being revived, where you start going, OK, actually, you know, because the enemy is always going to make it be worse than what it is. He's always going to make you seem like there ain't no hope. He's always going to make you seem like, Jesus, what, who, when, where, how, how? Jesus is going to do what, how? He's always going to do that. 
Like she doesn't have any new tricks. This is it's, he's coming out the same bag, y'all. You know how some people come out of new bags, yes. same bag. <laughs> he's coming out the same bag. Only God can do new things. Okay, Satan mm-hmm. can do new things, right? And so, you know, when you find yourself in a place, don't isolate. I know sometimes people do that, and they're taught that sometimes when they're children because they tried to come out and tell somebody and maybe you were shunned for being open. You maybe you were rejected. Maybe it wasn't received well. And that seed has been planted that, you know, but maybe that's not the person to talk to, but there is someone to talk to. And so don't be caught up in isolation because hope can come from so many different places and so many different things. And, and then the other thing about that, I know that, you know, I think mental health is being talked about more in our community, African-American community than it has been. And I say that because of COVID, right? It's just kind of a widespread thing. But I know historically in our culture, you know, just pray about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, mm-hmm. you need Jesus, the word, and the therapist. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's okay. And it's, and it's okay for you to have all those things and still be completely safe, still love Jesus completely, still all the things, and have a therapist and have a counselor. I really believe that many, much more of, of us would be in such a better emotional state, would be more emotionally mature, right? If we actually would speak to a therapist, you, it ain't got to be your life forever and ever, amen. It could be a good three, six months. It could be a good year as you're processing things, you know, like going living through trauma after trauma, just waves of trauma, and you're not dealing with it. And it's coming out in all these weird ways, certain people, right? There's something happening there, right? That's an opportunity for you to go, you know what? It's hurting them and it's hurting me. Let me talk to a therapist, right? But it doesn't negate the things that are happening to you. And that's why I feel like this scripture is just an acknowledgement of like, these are the things that are happening. You, yes. These things are happening on this. Here, you're being perplexed here. But, but even in all that, there's also a balance. There's also hope. And, and I want you to look at that part of it and count it all joy. And it, and it goes back to what you said, what's your focus, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Kish and I, and I'll flip it back to you, but remember when we first started doing this, like who is Sheree and like, how do we do this Lord? And how's this going to come about? And, you know, just different random stuff, you guys. Right. And I remember us talking about like, how many negative things do I say to myself in a day? Right. How many conscious things and then how many unconscious thoughts roll through my mind that I don't capture, that I don't stop, that I don't shut down. Right. And so I think we did a little experiment of like, let's see, let's see what that looks like. Let's just try to be actively engaged in our thoughts and see how many thoughts are positive, you know, gospel, scripture, whatever, encouraging, uplifting, edifying, how many of those are not. And we were like, oh my gosh, oh my goodness. We're not talking very close to ourselves. It's true. And I, I know we started to use kind of the, it's funny that you said that because I forgot all of it. But we started using the filter of, you know, whatever is true, whatever is, you know, yeah, um, honest and just and pure. And yeah, a good report. You know, those are the things that we're going to say, think about allow yeah. to ruminate on those things. And it's funny because when you talked about that, Dana, about the thoughts, um, 
it almost feels like that's the crux of the the grounding scripture that we were talking about before as i read through that like i'm like yeah because it's 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 saying hey acknowledge what's happening but remember what's on the other side of it so it's saying we are hard pressed on every side that's true but not crushed but not yeah are perplexed but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. We're struck down, but not destroyed. So it's it's yeah. like yes, acknowledge where you are. Yeah, because you have Christ before, because you have the power of the Holy Spirit working in you, walking with you, then you are not without hope. <laughs> You're not in despair because you have the Holy Ghost, right? And that's where you have to link into that and just understand and know that God is with us. Um, I think that we, you know, we talked about, we want to kind of leave with a takeaway and hope that you guys have a takeaway that (laughs) you um, appreciate from this episode. And if you do, we are asking you guys to share that so that somebody can be as well. Um, So Dina, what's your takeaway from all of this? Oh, gosh. Um, so, you know, I think it's about what your thoughts are, right? My takeaway is what are the thoughts that you're thinking about your current season, right? And are you amplifying the pain, the lack, the hurt, and the pain? Are you amplifying who Christ is, right? Because that's going to change how you get through your day, how you get through your moment. And it's also going to change how you impact people, right? And I also feel like um, it also... Um, changes what the light looks like for you right because sometimes sometimes because of how we're handling something can't nobody see jesus you know what i mean like yeah and and so we've got cracks because everybody's got cracks and crevices and stuff but if you're grumbling and all the things right but how much light is piercing through but if you're going through this thing and you're talking about the goodness of the lord and i'm counting all joy and I understand these things are happening to me, but I'm not this, 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 and that. Think about the light that just is coming through, attacking people mm-hmm. to where people are like, oh, you was going through that during that season? Mm-hmm. I would have never even thought that. I never would have. Like, it's only because of our transparency that people know what's, what kind of have an idea of what's happening, right? And that's mm-hmm. what it should be like. And I don't mean that you're just not sharing, right? There's a group of people that obviously will know what's happening with you. But I'm talking about mm-hmm. for the masses. Mm-hmm. Right. For the masses, right? Shine Jesus. Uplift Jesus. Glorify Jesus, right? Because yes. the scripture yeah. reminds us, you know, we are carrying around in our body the death of Jesus. Like, I'm yes. like, what? Yeah. I'm carrying around yes. the death of Jesus in my body so that his life may be revealed through it. My God. I don't shout. So that he would. <laughs> My takeaway. That's my takeaway. Yeah. That's all good. And it is, you know, that part of our passage that we're talking about, too, because it talks about us being jars of clay, you know, and that we are supposed to be allowing the glory of the Lord to shine through us. And I'm sitting here. I cannot, cannot feel what I feel because I chose to sit in this spot because the sun was not beaming on me in this spot but as we've been recording the sun continues to shift continues to move um so my takeaway from all of this is that 
regardless of where we are, even if we don't move, right? The glory of the Lord is always there for us, right? It's always seeking us. It's always desiring to allow that light to be a beacon from us. And we have the ability to do that um, through our brokenness, you know, as we share just how broken we are, but how built up we are because of Christ. Um, that, that's, that's everything. That's everything because, you know, yeah, I, you know, life, life, lives, and we are in a place we have this, this glory of the Lord to carry us through, uh, yeah. to be real about where we are, to not ignore the fact that we're going through, we are, yeah. um, but how God is holding us up in this time is so key and he's holding you up. And so we're going to close out this episode with a prayer for us to recognize that, um, to help hold other people up as well, because I sense that that's a real need. Um, and I'm just going to say really quickly, if you've ever had this experience and you're texting somebody and then randomly a name pops up and you're like, what? Like, huh? And you know that person, right? You know that name. And, and it's like a prompting, like, I need to call that person or I need to pray for them or whatever. It may be somebody you don't really have fond feelings about. And it's like a reminder, guys, saying you need to do some work there. You know, there's still some unforgiveness and whatnot. So um, let's let's pray. Lord God, we thank you so much for this opportunity to commune again with our friends. We pray right now for everybody listening yeah. to have a sound sense of your love for them yeah. that you are always there that they're never forsaken that anytime that they feel alone they are not whenever they feel at their lowest that you are there for them lord god and we just pray right now that you will help us to be there for others that may need us lord god that we will be in a sensitive place to respond that we won't be so wrapped up in what we have going on that we can't be used by you lord god we yeah. pray that we will be more adamant about sharing our struggles so that we can also share how you are lifting us through them. And we just thank you so much for being an ever-present help for us and for our, our friends. So it's in Jesus' name that we pray and our enemies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, you guys, if this has been helpful to you, it'll be helpful to someone else. And so we're going to ask you to do a few things, like and share, right? Follow it, continue to follow us on your favorite place you listen to your podcast but we really want to share the goodness of Jesus and because of your commitment to showing up here with us we're just going to ask you to go and serve somebody else you know serve them a meal right um because God has something for them so Kumi Sheree you guys thank you so much have a great, great day we'll see you or talk to you next time yep bye, bye.